Welcome to Pop Yak, where we yak about pop culture. I'm your host TJ, and after Arcane ends, I don't know what I'm gonna be able to do. To, I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself because it's that wonderful, and I've fallen so deeply in love with this show. Without it, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Play League of Legends? Get out of here. The show starts off with Baby Victor. We see him talking to a strange man that he found sailing his boat that it looks like he made. Um, his engineering is on point, even as a kid. This strange scientist man is like, oh no, my mutant axolotl is dying. Only one way to keep it alive, shimmer. And this like makes Victor very distraught. Keep that in mind. It, ha- it comes back around next episode. The gold woman is an artist. She's a really good artist who she makes a big widescreen painting. It reminds me a lot of this Love, Sex, and Robots episode. My favorite Love, Sex, and Robots episode, which is about art and an artist. I'm not going to say anything else because I want you to see Love, Sex, and Robots. It's a very good show. Definitely go and check it out. It reminds me of The Twilight Zone or Black Mirror, but with animation. It looks like things were a little testy between the gold woman and Jace, but things seems to have been patched up a little. She's, they're still very close, and I'm happy about that because I ship it. I ship it so hard, you guys. I know you guys ship Victor and Jace, but that ship looks like it sailed. In the next episode, there's a breach in their relationship, and I don't know if they're gonna, how they're gonna fix it, especially with Victor becoming a giant shimmer monster, but... We'll talk about that some more later. She tells him, look, if he's like your family, I know what it's like to not really have a family. Go spend what little time you have left with him with him. She supports the ship. Oops, Victor accidentally gets some blood into the cube, which my brain immediately thought about the little shop of horrors because, oh, we got a taste of blood. We We get into blood magic territory. And then later on, they like introduce it to a plant. And I was like, oh my God, I was just joking. If it becomes a Venus flytrap, I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. It didn't. So Dr. No goes to uh, the sheriff's house and not so subtly at all threatens him in front of his daughter. Even his daughter could understand that it's a fucking threat. You gotta be, you gotta be like, you gotta be like a newborn baby to not understand what he means by what he's saying. But it was effective. The sheriff's like, shit, I gotta get my shit together. Bro, you had an opportunity to bounce from him. Maybe retire from the force, but no. He has to do what he has to do with his daughter because a disgraced policeman is not going to really... What is he going to do for his daughter? If I remember right, his daughter didn't even exist back then. Because this is a... We had a flash forward. He had the time without having to worry about any family or anything to turn himself in. You brought this all on yourself by making the wrong decisions. Hell, you could have even said, look, I'm working undercover to try to bring in, bring this guy in. I took bribe money, but it was all part of the scam. It's all part of the scheme of trying to bring this guy in. This guy is bad news. But instead, he just kept working with him, even though this guy is not doing anything good. Like, after he went and messed up the entire Underdark and went too far with that giant Mr. Hyde monster, that is when you should have broke ties. But no. So I don't care. I don't. Every decision he makes that blows up in his face is his own fault. Vi and Caitlyn end up in a place that Vi used to live with Powder, and it's also like a... It's become like... A den for like addicts of shimmer who have mutated horribly because of this stuff and they're like jonesing for it hard so hard they'll betray people that they just met to get it Vi is bleeding and she's in bad shape but caitlin trades in her fucking gun her badass shooting weapon to help Vi. and it's like i know you just met her but damn you are in love deep there is no way i'm trading my weapon to help somebody i just met it's not just She's in love with her. It's also, she can lead her to the blue, which she's down there to get and find out about. Knowing what Shimmer is, 
Caitlyn ends up getting some shimmer from a shimmer potion from this like secret witch that's hidden away down here. Caitlyn gives it to Vi. If Vi knew what it was, there would be no way she would have agreed to take it. So like that bothered me a little bit. Is that going to have any ill effects on her later? Because it seems she seems to be fine. She doesn't seem to crave any more of it. And she didn't turn into a big purple rage monster. So maybe this, this potion is what Victor needs and not, you know, just, just straight shimmer because that equals giant purple monster. Jinx lights a, or rather it's powder, lights up a flare that her sister said, look, if you ever set off this flare, I will find you. And there's this really cool effect where you see like her lighting this pyre and you know it's powder because she's, even though the voices of her two foster brothers are in her head, you see them on the outside of her as she's calling for help because she thought my her sister was dead and that the only family she had was Silco. But now, and now she feels that Silco lied to her. Like, what is the truth? is Jinx's entire arc right now. She has no idea what's real. She thinks that when she sees her sister, she thinks she's a hallucination for the most part and that the stuff she's saying is is wrong or that she's luring her into a trap. Poor Jinx's brains is all scrambled. And I feel really bad for her because she has no idea what's real, what's not, what's a lie, what's the truth. And her sister is like, look, I don't give a fuck about the blue. I'm here because of you. Caitlin's like, I care about the blue though. I'm not going to say it out loud, but I actually care a lot, very much for the, about the blue. The thing is that I find interesting is that Caitlyn doesn't know that Jinx procured a ton of blue back in the day and that you just taking this one that she worked on to stabilize is not going to change anything. She just go back to her laboratory and whip up another one. At first, when, when Jinx lit up this flare, I thought, oh shit, this is a trap. That's bait. But it wasn't. She, this is Powder genuinely trying to reconnect with her sister, finding out she's alive and trying to reconnect with her, like, oh, I have family that's still alive, this is amazing, is she still the sister that I thought she was, like, what happened to her, where did she go all this time, there's a lot of questions, it's a really interesting scene, watching her struggle with her, with her inner voices, watching Jinx struggle with her inner voices always makes for a really good scene, because like I said before, they handle it with the animation so well, that you feel bad for Jinx, you don't, you don't just despise her, or like her, because she's quirky and crazy, you understand she's going through a lot, and you feel sorry for her more than anything. The reunion, even though that happens, the reunion is sweet, even if it was short-lived because the firelights show up and beat some ass. And there's a bat, there's a dude that's a bat. And in the next episode, when, when the bat takes off his mask and he's actually a fucking bat, I was like in awe. I love that character design. As soon as I saw it, I was like, bat dude is the best. He's my favorite new character. And then they were like, oh, actually, the leader of the Firelights, the one that he's from the Court of Owls, that's actually Little Man. And I'm like, word? And as soon as they gave me Little Man, they taketh him away. This episode was hot fire. You know how the episodes are usually like the first two are good and the third one is, is a bop. This happened too. Episode six was a bop. A lot happened. But then I was like, yo, let me just watch one more. Let me just watch an extra one. This one was the one that hit me in the gut. We got Little Man back for five minutes but we got him back there was a firelight music video to start the show and i'm like this the music that league of legends produces is so amazing like kda you know that whole that cool video with the characters in the subway i had no idea that was from league of legends not even a little bit and then a friend of mine was like oh yeah you should check out this other video and i watched it i was like this shit is dope and then he showed me the jinx video recently and i was like 
oh man, I'm, I'm, this video is, is bittersweet if you watch the show. And then we got a new video. Fuck you. Firelight's video. And I'm like, hell yeah, Firelight's video. Awesome music. The, the sound team, the animation team, the character design team, everybody but the people in charge of gameplay for League of Legends is doing top-notch work. And everybody in charge, everybody except for the people in charge of moderation on League of Legends, because I heard that the community is really toxic. Hopefully the animation community is not so, because I'm ready to jump right into that. As soon as I finish watching episode 9, I'm going to dive deep into the fan fiction. <laughs> Hopefully not too deep. Hopefully not too deep to, that I get spoiled. Because I don't want to know, if this sets off with a cliffhanger and it's like, oh, this happens in the end, I don't want to know nothing. I want to go in blind, blind as that bat character into the next season. The next season, it hasn't even been announced yet, and I'm excited about its existence. This is a good-ass show. So, Little Man is Big Man now. Jace recreates the Iron Man opening from the uh, 1990s Iron Man cartoon. Yes, there was a 1990s Iron Man cartoon. It was very short-lived. It, it, it was longer-lived than the Silver Surfer cartoon, which I think had two or three episodes, and then that was it. But the Iron Man cartoon had, had Tony Stark with a mullet, hammering away with his silhouette you see from his silhouette him hammering away on an anvil building iron man armor and every time he struck the hammer his the shadow of like another suit of armor showed up it was a really cool visual and i as soon as i saw jace hammering shirtless on this i guess it's a steampunk anvil i got those those memories they came flooding back and i just while i was watching it i just started singing the iron man theme which i will link to fuck it i'll link to it in the doobly-doo just so that you guys can see what I'm talking about. I know I'm old, and this is old stuff, but... Oh yeah, I forgot to mention that Jace pushed the Pomeranian guy out of his position and kicked him off the council. It was mad messed up. Now the council has the appropriate amount of members again. And, you know, the Pomeranian himself was like, Jace, you could probably take my spot one day. Fucking done. Things look okay with Jace and the Gold Woman. They seem really close again. Super close, in fact. She tells him not to lose his nuts when she hands him some nuts. Which is funny. I thought that was great. But it didn't really make much sense. It's just it's just there for a moment for the gold woman to mention Jace's nuts. To kind of let you know things are okay between these two. Little man or big man. His name is uh, Echo. Which did they mention that before? I don't remember it. But Echo takes Vi to see their tree that they've grown. And they're like look if a tree can grow down here. We can, we can survive too. You see wildlife push through concrete and live no matter what. You're like, that's really inspiring. You're like, you know what? I can do it too. If this grass can break through the concrete and survive, I can survive too. The Firelights also have a mural set up of all the people they lost. Powder's there too. He's like, look, that's not powder no more. That's Jinx. Jinx is all that's left. And she works with Silco. I'm sorry, but that ain't your sister no more. And Vi is like... I don't care. I'm going to do what it takes to give my sister back. And I'm like, all right. I think there's a chance. I think that there's a, uh, I think that there's a small chance for Vi and Powder to, to reconcile the differences. Here's what I think is going to happen. I think that Vi and Jinx are going to fight. I think Jinx is going to be on her deathbed before she becomes Powder one last time. And Vi is going to feel awful for killing her sister. I don't want that to happen because I want this story to continue because it's dope. But I also don't want to, like, have it drag on so that it's no longer good, you know? Sometimes you watch a show or you see a, a movie and you're like, man, this movie didn't need a sequel. You're dragging it out and ruining something that was pure and good. Like Spider-Man 1 and 2. You didn't need Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3 was unnecessary. Spider-Man 1 and 2 were so good that Spider-Man 3 kind of not taints the whole legacy of it. But sometimes it's better to get out ahead instead of dragging something out there's an under council 
with Silco, you know, threatening them. That's great, Silco. Very smart. It's not like they'll betray you at all. The gold woman is like, look, man, if the under if the underdark is so terrifying, we need to start making weapons. And Jace is like, weapons? We can't make weapons. And Victor's like, yeah, uh, I used to be from the Underdark. The Underdark's not all bad people. And I'm like, listen, Jace, what did you think those giant fists were if they weren't weapons? Those are weapons, Jace. What did you expect people to do with those? It'll help the mining community. And he's like, but my dad made hammers. Those are weapons too. You put them in the wrong hands. And now he went back home to get a sketch of his that was him holding a big ass hammer so he can look like he does in League of Legends. Because I've seen the way he looks in League of Legends. He looks like a paladin with this big ass hammer and I suppose he is a paladin. I'm interested to see how the, how him and his badass suit of armor is going to look in this kind of steampunky style because they've kind of changed it a little bit and made it more digestible. Victor starts carving some runes on his on his leg brace and injecting himself with shimmer. So he's combining shimmer and magic runes to help himself get better. He gets a bunch of purple veins. He uses some blood magic on the cube. My thoughts are that he be he's going to become a big ass blue weapon or slightly bluer purple weapon. That even though he doesn't want weapons against the Underdark, he is going to be the number one thing that's going to be a danger to the Underdark. And I think that Jace is going to use him in that way. Not Jace, but probably the purple, probably not Jace, but probably the gold woman, which it's going to put the gold woman and Jace's relationship in a really rocky position, which I'm not about. It's just what I see happening. But the best moment in this series happens. Lil Man and Caitlyn and Vi decide to go up to the surface together to show Jace the blue and pretty much say, hey, hashtag not all underdarkers. But the sheriff shows his true colors. And then Little Man has a badass fight that before they have the fight, he, he like has this memory flashback of them having a paintball fight and it was really cute and it reminded you who they were before all this and it broke my heart into a billion pieces to see that see them actually fight and it broke my heart even more to see jinx blow herself and little man up she's probably fine but i'm sure little man is dead because we can't have anything good when little man had her dead to rights i was like little man don't hesitate because she ain't gonna and she didn't. I don't know whether Little Man's alive or dead. And it's breaking my heart. Vi finally found another member of her family. Little Man, you know. And for him to just die. And she, for him to die. And for her to have nobody. That's rough. But yeah, that was Arcane. <laughs> I'm not going to be bored. Witchers, The Witcher Season 2 is out. I'm not going to be covering that on here. But I'm going to be watching it. And so I'm not going to be bored waiting for Attack on Titan to come back. Which I'm also not covering here. I'm covering that on my Tumblr. At AudioD dot tumblr.com where you can also find the rest of my conversations about attack on titan by just searching in my search bar attack on titan or snk there's stuff for me to watch and do before arcane comes back but damn it it's not gonna be as good none of it's gonna be as good the heart wants what the heart wants guys and uh thanks for listening